Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. I'm your host, Jimmy Palumbo, and normally, I, I, you know, it, it, this is show number 104, and normally, of course, I have Chris Gucci behind the glass, but once again, he, the Ben Simmons of the podcasting world, <laughs> the Ben Simmons of Chop Sports, of Moja, and you name it, he's the Ben Simmons, the Giancarlo Stanton, can't keep him on the field, Chris Gujo, now with a teeth injury. Which, Not you, know, for, you just combined the names, by the way. You just said, you just called him Chris Guccio. <laughs> we are two separate Chris, people. Chris Gooch Simmons, uh, whatever you want to call him. Bottom line is, when on WFAN, when they say, hey, the guy's a good player, but we can't keep him on the field, that is Chris Gucci. I'm better <laughs> off having his brother Carl or his dad on the air, but instead, <laughs> filling in reluctantly and with a huge attitude of not giving a fuck is Chris's partner in crime, because Dave, Dave, huge ego Sturgio, who is coming on the show, uh, his biggest nightmare would be if anybody's bigger than him and and is dave sturchio dave what's up buddy hey jimmy how are you what an intro by the way that was uh phenomenal but uh happy to be here as the uh the official sixth man of the jimmy palumbo show and you need somebody off the bench i come in there like a manual quickly you come in the game when we're up six to one or down seven to one. You come in, you pitch the fourth, fifth, and sixth inning. He's gonna give you innings on getaway day here, Shay. <laughs> First one on the plane. So anyway, since we're up to show 104, Oof. which is mind-boggling to me, um, 104 shows, and five sponsors later, I, um, I, I do this thing now with people talk about I. I, I have this old stack of baseball cards. I just mm-hmm. take what I look at it. And this one is, a, I think, is almost too popular for guys like me. It is Neon Cleon Jones from the Mets, 1975. <laughs> and once again, I'm not a Met fan. I mean, I was, I mean, I don't mind the Mets really. Uh, I, I like the Mets when they're not good. When they get good, it gets nuts. But the um, Cleon Jones, very interesting to me for a couple of things. And perhaps you don't even know this, Dave. I don't. Uh, number one, he played 13 years. He okay. caught the last out in the 69 series. Okay. okay. Um, he batted 340 that year, which is a very high, 75. But he came in third in batting. Um, his lifetime batting average is 281. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the back of his cars, it says, who, what brothers have the most wins? pitchers and it's tim jim and gaylord perry back <laughs> which gaylord perry had like 700 wins and jim perry had eight wins and they win the brothers combination there <laughs> um and but a couple of funny things in 69 in, in july gil hodges was the manager and it was a ball hit the left field and he, gil hodges thought that maybe that just imagine if this happened today he walked out to the to the field nolan ryan was pitching mm-hmm. he walked past nolan ryan Okay, walked out to left field to talk to Cleon Jones after a play. Think about this. But like he walked slowly, wasn't angry, and he talked to him, and he pretty much said, "You're coming back with me." He walked him off the field, and for years nobody knew was he was he loafing after the ball, and and neither one of them didn't want to bash the other one. They did it. They were both gentlemen, really. Mm. Uh, and and Cleon said, "No, I was injured. The field was wet. Like all these excuses." But can you imagine right now? And Boone's going out to talk to Aaron judge and he's walking judge back <laughs> like just ta- just getting taken out of the game which is mm. hysterical to me um also then it, at the end of his career in 75 the Mets started to suck they got in the series in 73 and in 75 he got 
which I think is hysterical. He got caught. He's been, he's been married for 50 years. He's still alive. He got caught in a van, like, naked with a, a 21-year-old girl. And, God like, bless. Was, like, with, and his comment was, I didn't know who the girl was. I'm thinking, well, how does that go? <laughs> You're in a van. The cops open the door like, oh, are you Cleon Jones? And and who is this next to you? <laughs> like, I don't know who that is. Like he And it totally was a band. They suspended him, blah, blah, blah. But also in that year, Yogi Berra managing mm. the Mets. He had a huge altercation with Yogi. He's giving Yogi <laughs> Berra shit. And here's a rule for all you sports fans going at home. When you get in an argument with Yogi Berra, you're not going to win that. It's Yogi Berra. He's got books out. You're giving right. Yogi. Even Steinbrenner gave Yogi shit. Yogi walked out, didn't come back for 20 years until <laughs> Susan Waldman got him back. So anyway, Thanks, that's John. my guy. Yeah, thanks, John. Uh, well, listen, uh, he uh, he's in the Mets Hall of Fame. <laughs> he's in the Alabama Hall of Fame. He's, he's the one, huh? <laughs> and, yeah, he's the one. And also, he was on an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond here at Chase. So, Cleon Jones is – and everybody just knows the name Cleon Jones from back – anybody Met fans back there. So, that's my guy. Now, again, you, you're you filling in last second. You I, just I got, was. You just flew in from Canton, mm-hmm. Ohio, and you flew into Newark. You got to the stadium at, like, 545. <laughs> Quick interview with Susan Walman, and here you are. <laughs> I'm here with game. the player of the night, John. <laughs> <laughs> you're pitching game three of the, of the American League Divisional Series. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, do you have a guy? I know you're familiar with what we do. I, I pulled a Fleer Ultra. Uh, it's actual, it's actual card that's on my phone. You said random shitty cowboy, uh, in pre. So I said, that's easy okay. from like the two thousands, like late 99, like into two thousands. I got Mr. Chad Hutchinson, uh, quarterback Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Look, the, the Dallas Cowboys. I remember him. That's oh yeah. Oh yeah. So here's the problem. After Aikman, it was. Hogaboom. Ho- Hogaboom. No, no. Gary Hogaboom was no, but I'm talking about after Aikman. <laughs> It was Quincy Carter. It was Clint Stoner. It was Chad Hutchison. It was yeah, it was Ryan yeah. Leaf. It was Vinny Testaverde. It was oh Drew Bledsoe. God. All up until the legend Tony Romo uh, came right. about in 2006 or seven. Which, which is a lesson for Giant fans and Jet fans. If you don't have a good quarterback, you get the Quincy Carters and you get uh, you get Hutchinson in the NFL. Great guy, so. great personality. Chad Hutchinson was featured on Hard Knocks in 2002. <laughs> And they Good followed the him. Kids. They followed him around. And he was like, he's showing everybody. He's like, you know, in my spare time, I like to play the guitar. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, get this guy on TV. He stinks the quarterback, and he stinks the guitar. I listen as a Rutgers fan and a Giant fan. I I want my teams to go the other way. Like they no man of the year awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's constant <laughs> suspensions, but like, what's six seconds to go? Right. The Knicks, which we're gonna get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, Hutchinson and Cleon Jones. I don't think those two names have ever been said on a on a podcast or sports show, but that's the way it goes. Well, okay. I got to get to a couple of things here. I have a very special guest coming on in a little bit. Um, oh, he's special. You, he's very special. Uh, <laughs> very it's, special. It's, it's, it's one of my few guests that Dave actually doesn't like because of his posts. <laughs> um, but that the funny thing is uh, people that are friends with this guy, uh, they don't like him either, but we like him because he's crazy. Uh, but he's my, my one of my good buddies. But I'll get to him in a second. First of all, I got to announce. I mean, I got to Avenel this Friday night and Saturday. <coughs> excuse me. Oh wow! Uh, March tenth this, this weekend, March tenth and eleventh, Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday. 
Um, I can't say ticket sales are brisk. I mean, I feel like we're at a, I feel like we're at a bad jet game at Shea in like 74 now. Um, I'm insisting on, on a dirt infield on the stage. Just a, just a, <laughs> only seven people get that joke. But hey, you know what? Someone just drove off the road. Uh, please come out and say hello to everybody. My Colonia peeps, my Woodbridge peeps. Come on out. Um, the phone number is 732-314-0500 or 0500, as they say at Shea. Um, come on out. It's going to be a great show. I got some cool comedians on the bill. It's a gr- great place to see a show. Dave, you were there last year. It's a cool little venue. You got the yeah, bar, the restaurant. You got the uh, uh, pizzeria right around the corner, which uh, you made your... Uh, <laughs> Jer- is it Jersey Boys or pizza? Something to that effect. It's right across yeah. the... It's really, really good pizza. You, uh, yeah, you ducked in there, uh, which I'm going to be doing on Friday. I'll duck in there. Um, but come on out. It's uh, Go to AvenelArts.com. Buy your tickets. Come check me out. Um, I think I, I'm probably going to be do stand up in front of 11 people at Shea. So it'll be like I'm substitute teaching back in 92. No, but come on out. It'll be a good time. Um, all right. And that brings us also to please go on Instagram, Facebook, my Jimmy Palumbo show, the Facebook Beer League, too. We're going to get to that in a second. <coughs> TikToks, Twitter, all that stuff. Click like YouTube channels, all the nine yards. Click on all that stuff. Uh, especially my the Beer League 2 YouTube channel, which is going to be rocking soon, everybody. And um, which brings us to Patreon. Now, Dave, maybe you don't know. I was it was me, me and Joe Rogan were like neck and neck for about three or four weeks in a row. I just yeah. could not. I was just hitting threes, everything else. And then <laughs> with eight minutes to go, Jimmy Plumbo went ice cold. I couldn't buy a base hit, couldn't buy a bucket. Um, timeout. I was out of timeouts with seven minutes to go. I tried everything, and then two or three weeks of nothing. Last week, boom, two home runs in the eighth inning to tie the game. And then I've, I was, I said, you know what? I'm back. I'm back. And then show 104. I have nothing to report, <laughs> as, as I am now stuck at 26. And I started thinking to myself, you know, no Brandon Jacobs at 27, or Ron Dane. Or Larry Heater, Stephen Diddy just drove off the road. I just mentioned the running back from 1983 of the Giants who stunk. Uh, Mel Hall, and of course, your friend and mine, number 27 on the current New York Yankees. Oh, I was going to say. Giancarlo Stan. I was I, getting worried. I'm, you were like going I'm on. Thinking, I was like, listen, I'm thinking going. about going on Patreon myself and giving myself $3 because <laughs> of, it's Giancarlo Stan. I have to. I'll probably do that for 56 but by the time we get to 56, <laughs> I might not be doing this show anymore. I don't know. But um, check it out. We're, 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 we're behind on, on my, you know, I got to make a run here. Uh, and, of course, it's Alex Tetsena, Mary Eileen McCarty, Mike DeMosi, my mom, my cousin Joey, Rob Pastor, Kapasig, uh, James Kanowitz, website guy, can't get in touch with him, John Henry McCarty <laughs> out there in Los Angeles, my nephew Eric, Michael Caprio, of CornholeLevel.com fame. My brother, Frank, who's the CFO of my company, Daryl Clark, LSU. I text him all the time. He's happy that they got Carr as a quarterback. He's a Saints fan. Um, I don't think he's that good, but God bless. Greg Casolino, Mike Shecky. I'm a Dolphin fan. Lawler, Dave Ben, who's with his daughter playing uh, soccer this weekend. Pat Volkmer, who will be on in a few minutes to annoy everyone here at Shea. Martin Waltzak. Michael Deej Alphonse from Beer League. Johnine Michaud of 
absolute eyewear fame. Everybody knows her. Robin Achani Barna, my cousin John, Greg Alpern, my partner at Beer League, uh, my nephew Bobby Palumbo, my other nephew Tommy Palumbo, and of course, the newbie, 26. Second week here on the list, Tyson Hogan, who's just a fan of the show here, Jay. Wow. And those we love, those are... Those... <laughs> Like that? That's your electric production today for you, Jimmy. That is that is <laughs> awesome, and of course, all of this is brought to you by <coughs> Absolute Eyewear. That's right. Seven three two three two six three nine three seven forty two Main Street, down by the train station. Go check out Janine and Craig Michaud. Now they have everything. They're full opticians, full service. They got prescription sunglasses, non-prescription sunglasses here at Shea. <coughs> I'm coughing. I don't know why. I think I got coffee grains in my coffee or something like that. They got glasses for the kids getting involved. They also have Ray-Ban, Coach Ralph Lauren. Jimmy Choo. Ah, look at that. <laughs> Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar, and Charles, and Charles Oakley, Oakley hangs out there. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, I used to think he owned that company. Mm. They got glasses for everybody. You go down there, throw the name uh, 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 Jimmy Palumbo Show, Chop Sports, whatever. They'll give you a discount. The best thing about going down there is when you leave, Dave, you don't feel like a jerk off. Now, and that's I, the way. I have a question. I I know you're lined up Friday and Saturday, but Sunday, are you going to be at Absolute Eyewear on Sunday? Well, well, listen, I was going to be a huge no here at Shea, but. My daughter has a competition in downtown Somerset, New Jersey for her dance. But I think her first dance is a little bit later on in the afternoon. So I might be able to duck in. Uh, you should go, by the way. It's a good time. I, I was thinking um, about stopping by, yeah. You should. It's a good time. Uh, if I can get over there, I told you I'm going to do what I can to get over there. A lot of all good friends of mine there. So, yeah, go check out Absolute Eyewear's little... I don't know. It's, not, it's probably a private party. I'm announcing everybody to go. <laughs> come, on down this. Hey, come go on down there. If we don't know who you are, you can't come in. Uh, but, but if you don't get in, you won't feel like a jerk off when you're. That's right. Like, you, yeah, you maybe you don't. If you don't get in, you don't feel like a jerk off. <laughs> so that's it. Go check them out. Uh, absolute eyewear. So, um, yeah. So that's really uh, now. Let's get to a couple of things. Uh, that are near and dear to me and Dave's uh, uh, heart. I don't want to. I don't want to keep Dave uh, from nodding off during the podcast. We got to talk about our and uh, our New York Knickerbocker basketball. I mm. think they're the best team in the league right now. <laughs> but I'll do. tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Here's what's fun about the Knicks. Okay, they still stink, but like you watch the games and you're like, wait a minute. They got Randall. They got Brunson. They got this guy, Hart, who's a solid player. Mitchell Robinson, in, in, as a center, is playing great. Then you have, like, two or three other guys who, on any given night, can, you know, Barrett gets mocked out a lot, but he can actually play really well on a given night. We finally have a point guard that brings the ball up and, you know, distributes. Randall, the other night, still sometimes gets thinks he's Michael. That's my favorite thing about Randall. He thinks mm -hmm. he's a top five player in the league, and I think that's <laughs> hysterical. Like he look, he's completely. Uh. Some of his shots are so off balance, and so and he he looks at the camera like, "What? That's what I do." Like his, I'm, I'm dribble, really, uh, his dribbling gives me anxiety oh, every time crazy. he starts handling the ball. I'm like, just just give it off, just give it off. Right. Somebody give it to somebody else, please. But you know what it is though. But like he doesn't get the ball stolen that much. It looks like it's going to get stolen. Anyway, so Randall, listen. Bottom line is, NBA he scores twenty five points a game. What, what do you want? I mean, what can a guy do? Um, and I, I, the Knicks play 
they're almost like a fun team to watch. They play, uh, uh, they're exciting. They, they like play as a team. I don't know what it is. There's something nice going on there. And I, they, they played the Celtics the other night, and the Celtics had all their people. And the Knicks really blew it. It should, shouldn't have even gone to overtime. And then they, definitely have <laughs> not gone to over double. Yeah, and then. Yeah, and then the Knicks like just beat the Celtics. Now, can they beat them in seven games or something like that? You know, they haven't lost to them yet. They haven't lost to them yet this year. So they match up. I mean, Tatum's much better than everybody else. Clearly, at the end of the game, we saw that. But I mean, Cleveland. I don't know the Heat. I mean, it's like the Eastern Conference Finals are, which was a pipe dream two months ago, is now like. You know, we win the first series. Yeah, yeah. You got to get, get out. Of, that, you like, got to get out of round one. Round yeah, one's going to be tricky. It's going to be Cleveland. It's going to be a great no. series. I think it's going to be uh, the bet. I, what I want out of this right now is just to jump Cleveland and get the four, so we get the home court. Um, because it's going to be either four or five. I don't think that they catch uh, the 76ers at all. Um, but I, I'm looking at uh, and don't forget. I mean, you listed you you rattled off all their starters. But Emmanuel I forgot, quickly, I forgot quickly, Emmanuel yeah, yeah. quickly has come off the bench and now is almost the odds-on favorite to win sixth man of the year. And he was like, right. start the year, he was like plus two thousand. You know, he, you know, he has some games where he gets a little weird, but no, he he he's the, reason why, he's the reason why they're not you know one nine in a row. Uh, I mean, without the other guys are doing their thing, um, and you saw at the end of the game without Brunson, like without Brunson at the end of the game, that's that's trouble. He, he's really a, a key cog there. Knicks are playing well. I don't think the NBA, I mean, I guess there's some really good teams in there and all that stuff in Milwaukee. and mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I feel like, the, I don't know. I'm not saying the Knicks can win the whole thing. I'm not saying that at all. But, like, I can't wait for the playoffs. I think the Knicks are going to be a pain in the ass. Now, I don't think they're going to get swept by anybody, <laughs> I'll tell you that. I, I I just I pumped the brakes a little bit because we were in this situation two years ago when we went of in there we and we're like oh look at this team it's so much fun look at this look, look at them right. go and then, and then Trey Young wouldn't miss a shot right so okay well, like, oh god well we got beat by an individual <laughs> superstar and well uh, listen the bottom line is wait a minute time out this is this is for all you fans out there who are drinking the Kool Aid which Dave and I are still <laughs> we're still burping Kool Aid from two years ago. Mm. The Knicks in the last twenty years have only been good for five weeks. Two years ago, <laughs> right? Dave, we calculated that, right? We had we had five weeks of drinking the Kool Aid every it night. It was like it was like right in between, like we were playing softball together. Like right, we were right. it was just like a grand Knicks. old time. Right. Like, we're gonna play softball. We're gonna go out for the Knicks game because they're just yeah, they're was, cruising right now. Right. The Knicks were awesome for five weeks. Yeah. Then we then we've stunk since then, mm-hmm. and now we've been good for three and a half weeks. Would you agree? That's so all sure. total three years, two months of good quality basketball. Uh, this feels a little more different than two years ago, but you're right. <laughs> Knicks could easily. You know, I, don't, yeah. is limping, I don't want to get you know. too. I don't want to get too crazy about it. But if they all play together and they all keep playing their game, they're 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 a fun team to watch. And, and if they can get out of the first round, that's the big bugaboo with this team. If, right. if the Knicks yep. can get out of the first round, they can get on a roll. All bets are off, right? And the funny thing is, uh, Thibodeau now looks thinner. Because when they were losing, he just got heavier by he the He looks like, like a mope, dude. He, he looks like he's not having any fun ever. He, just, he looks like it's like everybody's just scoring and Randall's throwing the ball up. I want deep. I want, I, you know what? Thibodeau wants to win basketball games 21 to 16. That's how he would do Four corners. <laughs> That's what he has to do. But anyway, my Knicks, are. Uh, I'm enjoying it. God bless. See how well they do. Now, my Rutgers mix Scarlet Knights. Oof. Um, Bubble's going to be bursting soon, man. They, the they barely on? beat Penn State. Then they lose to Minnesota in a game where I was watching with my brother. My brother was on the phone, uh, FaceTime. We were watching it together. And we were like, they're only up by 10, and we should be up by 40. And then it was 8, 
and then it was six. And, then, and you like for now, there's a lot of dumb Rutgers fans out there. I'm not one of them. I was like, hmm. oh, we're going to, we won't score again. And if they score, we're going to lose. And we didn't score again. And they cut it to five. They cut it to three. And then somehow we were up by two with McConnell at the line to make it a three-point game. It clanged off the rim, which they've been doing the whole half. Rebound. Minnesota down. Their best shooter. Let's put the slow, short, fat guy on him. And jumper. Good. And that's it. And they <laughs> lost. And then, don't worry. Coming home. Coming home to Northwestern, who's way better than us. At the rack, we never lose at the rack. We're tough there. We're tough there. And Northwestern was up by 12 the entire game. So I think we're on the bubble, very much on the bubble. And I think it's going to be, you know, look, we beat Michigan Thursday at noon. Big Ten, you're playing at noon in the Big Ten tournament. That's how you know you suck. (laughs) if 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 we beat Michigan in the Big Ten tournament, the argument that they should make the tournament gets a gets gets a little stronger, but a loss, man. That you're in three letter tournaments, NIT, baby. Um, we just have a lot of bad losses in there. So, and Michigan would be a, another bad loss. So, uh, they've lost like eight out of ten games. They're just not playing well. Main reason is they have one guy who dunks. They have another guy who just uh, um, he can't the ability to put the ball in the hoop. Eludes the whole team, mm. and that's why they stink. Uh, that's it. So I listen. I'm a huge Rutgers fan. I love them, but they're struggling. No, and any fan, the Facebook the page, too, man. The, the Facebook basketball page. These people say I'm hard on them. I'm like, no. If I watch every game, and what fan is like, no, we're doing good. No, we're gelling. No, you watch the games, and you're like, this team stinks, and <laughs> that's how they look. They're nice kids. They play good D. They hustle. I like Pinkel. They got studs coming in. Blah blah blah. But, um, you know, they're struggling. Now, the Giants, I'll be brief. Two things about the NFL, real quick. Number one, when's the last time Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl? 2010. Okay, that's 13 years ago. Mm -hmm. We're entering Cowboy territory there now, right? Yeah, relax. And I'm tired. (laughs) I had to say that was a dig on you. I'm tired of reading. I have read more articles about Aaron Rodgers in the last year and a half. As a... I like Aaron Rodgers. I do think he's the best quarterback in the league. You know, uh, but I'm like, why are we reading about him not doing throwing touchdown passes in a game? This story's got to go away. Will you just sign with somebody already? If you're teasing the Jets, like if I were him, you if you go to the Jets right now and you win a Super Bowl, it'll be no one will talk about Joe Namath ever again. It'll be Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. And uh, hey, Josh, what are you doing? Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, no, you, know, you can leave. You can leave, Josh. I just saw your last comment. You can, you can leave. <laughs> you're, you're gonna walk on. You're gonna. Oh, fuck the cowboy! You see that? Are you, what are you, are you gonna, you're gonna try to walk on with Rutgers, bro? What happened to the Miami Heat? Uh, you were supposed to start for. Oh shit! Uh, so, uh, I'm busting your balls, Josh. Uh, so the Giants. Uh, another thing. I'm tired of hearing about Daniel Jones. I don't understand this. It's just like Aaron Judge to me. The Giants gambled. Pretty much thought, I think, he was going to suck, and so they wouldn't sign him, and they were going to go into the whole thing. And Jones plays pretty well. He gambled. you got to pay him now. Like, that's how it works. There's no quarterback left. They're not going to sign Rodgers. Carr is gone. Who are they going to have? They don't have a good draft uh, pick. That's high. 
they have to sign Daniel Jones. Sign him already. And if he's supposed to make $36, $37 million, you know what? Give him 40 Why? He makes the $3 million because he played last year without a contract, had a good year, took him to the playoffs, and that's that's you say it's not it's but it's it's NFL so cutthroat it's not a feel good story Jimmy like I, you can't just give a guy three million dollars because he played with nobody yeah um I don't listen I don't I, think the Giants are going to let this guy walk out the door the, the deadline's today it's one forty one in the afternoon it's um the deadline's at four o'clock to at least apply the franchise tag that's what they're probably going to do if they do it if they do that you could wave bye bye to Saquon Barkley he's going to get paid elsewhere if they right. tag Barkley expect Daniel Jones to make. 40 plus million dollars a year, which again is absolutely asinine, but it is the market. It That's the way everybody's making well, it. Yeah, it yeah, 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 you got to go by the markets because everybody makes too much money in sports. But the bottom line is it really depends on the length of the contract. I'm more concerned about that. I think he gets five you know, years. You say five years, say 39, 40 million. Yeah. I'm That's okay with that. And Roll I think the dice gonna, they'll probably front load, they'll probably front load a big, big fat guarantee. And then right. have their way out after like year three. Right. So, so that's we'll it. All right. Well, that, that's a, I hate reading articles about crap like that. Which brings us to cornholelevel.com day here at Shape. Um, listen, Dave, you're a master cornhole player. I know this. I mean, I'm a And pro you have a nice point. house. You have two beautiful children. And you decide to have a nice little barbecue this summer. Mm-hmm. Your wife's inside, breaking her ass, cooking, getting everything ready because you do nothing but drinking on day of the game. True. And all of a sudden, you, you set up some cornhole boards in the backyard, and you realize they're not level. They're not at the actual level you need to be. And you, Dave, this is what you have to do. Blasphemy. You have to go get a cornhole leveler at cornholelevel.com wow. and hook it right on the hole and get your boards level. You would never have a barbecue. Jimmy, with- how much? how much are these things? They're nineteen ninety five. I would never pay nineteen ninety five. How can I get a discount, Jimmy? Well, let me tell you, you either got to say the JP uh, the JP show or Chop Sports. Enter that in, and you will get twenty percent off nineteen dollars and ninety five cents. So of course, it's seventeen dollars and change. These are perfect for a gag gift. These are perfect for if anybody's really into cornhole. Uh, you're having a big tournament. You need to have these things to go around because you know what? I'm one of the uh, listen. Yeah, last year I was at a barbecue. I played for 20 minutes. I was ranked eighth in the country after that. <laughs> and I, I realized I didn't have the proper leveling. So I went out and got my cornhole level, put it on, and I played even better. I was ranked fourth. So the bottom line is sports like this, after 20 minutes, yeah, everybody's ranked eighth. Uh, it goes like one, two, three, and then the announcer says, and we got 11 million people tied for fourth in the rankings here. And that'll do it. But go to cornholelevel.com, Mike Caprio company go check it out they're cool little things uh god bless america so uh which brings us to our guest coming on right now here's a guy and this is going to be now i know this isn't going to go well and if it is i'm just going to do my academy award segment there's a guru his name is pat volkemer and he's known to the chop sports people because he has obnoxious posts about the cowboys and he has the ability to what is pat watching there he's kicking back i'm going to bring him on in 30 seconds 
He annoys Dave, who's a diehard Cowboy fan. They're both Cowboy fans, and I love it because as a Giant fan, Cowboy fans yelling at each other is entertainment at the highest level. <laughs> and uh, the only thing we have in common is that we hate the Eagles and Redskins. Sure. And uh, the bottom line is Pat says crazy things, always has. But he knows his Academy Awards. Let's bring on your friend and mine, and if this is blurry and clicky, we're cutting him right off. <laughs> I think Dave's outside of Pat's house right now cutting the cable. I'm cutting the cable, absolutely. Here and here he is, Pat Volkmer. <laughs> How are we doing, Patsy? Oh my! <laughs> Your mic is off. You're on delay. You can't... What an honor! You can't hear me. So in other words, get you, 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 you. This is what it sounds like. Ready? You're like he left. He, like he left us at poolside. Right, Look at him. Now. Are you really like oh, you making all these? See, this is you know what this. If you Google shitty podcasting, you gave him the ability. Jimmy, you gave him the ability to do this, Jimmy, oh. and now he's just well, off. I don't know. All I oh, see is like a what is that? A bicycle helmet? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at this is why. You know what, Pat? You have bad internet because you didn't. Dude, pay, it's not. Me. You have bad internet. You didn't pay for the extra internet. And listen, Pat, I love you dearly. I'm gonna. We're gonna have to. I'm going to read out, and you're going to send me, and next week we'll discuss who did better. I'll talk to you later, Patty. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Mm. My Academy Awards segment here at Shea, and I don't know how many of these movies you've seen. You're so busy <sighs> with none sports. Of them. All right. Here we go. Oh, those of you scoring at home, uh, actor in a leading role, I have Brendan Fraser in The Whale. The Whale. I, I did hear about okay. that. Okay. I also actor in a supporting role. I'm going to go with Brendan Gleeson for the Banshees of Inna Sharon. By the way, great movie. I saw that one. Enjoyed it. I didn't see all these movies, but I'm not going to tell you which ones I didn't see. Uh, you, you'll like the movie. It's a movie that works. Actress in a leading role. I'm going to go with Michelle Yeah. I'm probably butchering that. For a movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which as I do this uh as I'm rattling off these awards, that to me, the name of that movie is like all the time. We came once in a while. Who is the most complicated <laughs> title of all time. Yet it's gotten this movie's like Ben Hur and Ten Commandments. It's been nominated like 13 times. You know, it's like between Avatar and anyway. Um, so I think she's going to win it. Um, actress in a supporting role. I'm going to go with Jamie Lee Curtis. Why? She was also in everything, everywhere, all at once in a while here at Shea. I think all movie titles should end here at Shea when they put their thing out. I'm going to go with Jamie Lee Curtis. Why am I going with Jamie Lee Curtis? Because she was hot back in like the 80s and 90s. Halloween. And Halloween. And she's a veteran now. She's coming in with, you know, she's got a good offensive line all day to throw. Jamie Lee Curtis can still pick you apart. I'm going to go with her as actress in a supporting role. Animated feature film is definitely the Pinocchio movie. Did you watch that with your kids yet? Not yet, no. I didn't know there was a maybe new a one. little scary, maybe a little scary for them. The kid, your kids are young, but mm -hmm. it's 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 one of the best uh, animated films I've ever seen. Um, now, cinematography, I'm gonna go with All Quiet on the Western Front. I think that was the best movie of the year. You know, World War One. My my grandfather was a hero in World War One. People don't realize how you got Saving Private Ryan. Uh, which is a, uh, uh, that first 10 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. You can't sleep at night. All Quiet on the Western Front is an hour and a, hour and 45 minutes of, oh, my God, these young men, what they went through is just brutal. Um, so I'm going to go with that. 
Costume design. I'm going to go with Elvis. Why? I just remember the fat Elvis from Vegas on the videos <laughs> and him wearing a leather jacket. Nothing to do with the movie. I just thought he looked good in his costume. So why not win costume design here, Shay? Um, now, directing. I'm going to go with the Fablemans. Why? Because it's Steven Spielberg. This might be his... Le- I mean, he's still, got, he's still got a little life in him. But, like, you know what I mean? The movie's called The Fablemans. It's Spielberg. I think the old people are like, ah, just give it to Steven. Let him win again so we can say something nice up top. Documentary feature film. Uh, I'm going to go with a movie that was the hardest to pronounce. I'm going to go with Navalny. Navalny sounds like a a shortstop for the Expos in 86. So that's the one I'm going to go there. Documentary short film, which, Dave, I know you saw all the documentary shorts. Um, I'm going to go with The Elephant Whispers. Ah, Uh, you know, it's like hooking up with a fat chick and she talks to you in the morning. So the elephant whispers here in Shay. <laughs> Shitty joke, that is. Oh, um, God. I did hear that. was. I did not see it. I heard it was good, though. Film editing. I'm going to go with all around, every once in a while, everything, everywhere here at Shay. There's got to be an abbreviation that. of some variation. <laughs> They're gonna, people are going to be calling it E-E-A-A-O. There it <laughs> is. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> am, I voting, am I voting for extra version olive oil or everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once here at Shay? Uh, international feature film, All Quiet on the Western Front. I just told you I think it's the best movie of the year. Makeup and hairstyling. Now, they made Brendan Fraser look as heavy as I am right now. <laughs> and so that alone has to win you the Academy Award for makeup and hairstyling. Um, original score, I went with, uh, I was actually, <laughs> I, was driving, I was driving out of New York and I saw a sign for Babylon. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to vote for. Because anybody who knows what original scores are going to win, those are the creepy people. Of course, also nominated is everything. Once in a while, I was there. Who were you there? I don't know. But I'm tired of that movie. Now, um, the original song, I because I'm a Ranger fan, as you are, Dave, I went with a movie called uh, Natu, Natu, and it reminded me of Mato. Mato, Mato. Mato. So that's <laughs> nice. what I went with by a band called RRR. That reminds me of Monopoly, railroad companies, what you win, play that. I don't know what that is. But I just say the winner's going to be Mato, Mato. Um, best picture I am going with. Just because I want to say this name again. No. I'm going to go with, hey, the gang's all here. The Knicks want to talk it over. Everything is great. Everywhere is fine. All of a sudden, I'm doing a shitty podcast here at Che. <laughs> so I think that's going to win. Uh, production design. Again, I went with Babylon. Why? Because it was in the center of the list. And it was easier to put the circle on. <laughs> animated short film. Now, Dave. You're going to love this. I know you're big on animated short films. It's what you, listen, in your spare time when your kids go to sleep, it's what you do. (laughs) You live for that. He quietly goes on his phone and he watches all these animated short films. And I decided to go with the one because I think the, the, the producers and the director were confused, Dave, on what to call this. They were thinking about calling it The Boy, but they didn't. They were thinking about calling it The Mole. They held off on that. They thought about calling it The Fox, and they didn't do that. And they were thought about calling it The Horse. So somebody in the writer's room came up with this idea. Why don't we have our animated short film called The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse? (laughs) All right. Just name every character from every children's book since 1946. Oh, my God. And I think that's going to win. Now, um, one of the titles was called My Year of Dicks. But I thought it was repetitive because we've both been dealing with a lot of that lately. So, and it would have been perfect to have Pat Volcker on. 
Pat Volkmer on, uh, you know, because he fit, he matches that category. Oh um, live action short films. Listen, I'm half Irish, Dave, and I had to go with a title called An Irish Goodbye. How could you not vote for that? That's when you duck out of the bar after you just, you know, mm-hmm. want no one to see it. Sound, I'm going to go with Top Gun Maverick. Why? Because I hated the movie. It looked like a lifetime movie. It was a combination of like those bad uh, uh, airplane disaster shows and a lifetime movie. That's what I thought Top Gun was. Mm -hmm. But it was also very loud, the sound. I had to lower the sound. So I figured because I had to lower the sound, I'm going to nominate them for best sound. Visual effects. I had to go with Avatar. Uh, I hate all the Avatar movies. I've watched a total of eight minutes probably combined. (laughs) It's too long. Avatar visual effects because the whole thing is done on a computer. Um, There's no actors and all that stuff. Adapted screenplay. All Quiet on the Western Front. Why? Why am I going with that, Dave? Because there was a novel called All Quiet on the Western Front that was a bestseller for 4,000 years. And they made a movie and it's got to win. And finally, original screenplay. I am going with, because I thought it really was a good screenplay, The Banshees of Innerstrin, however you pronounce that. The movie's wild. You gotta ch- You're got you going to watch this movie like two years from now, Dave, at 12 o'clock at night. Kids <laughs> are going to be asleep. You're going to turn this movie on, getting ready to fall asleep, and you're immediately going to be like, what the f- It's going to blow you away. <laughs> it's a quiet, slow movie. You'll probably doze off. It's a movie you got to watch at 7 o'clock, not midnight. Mm. But it's a great movie, great performance. So those are my picks. Now, due to technical difficulties... Not on my end, because Pat Volkmer decided to only go for the shitty internet. Pay the extra 20 bucks a month, pal. Um, he's going to send me his picks, and we're going to see if I did better than him, because he's considered the guru. Which brings us to, Dave, I know, listen, you started Chop Sports, and you're always chasing miracles here at Shea. Mm. Chasingmiracles.com, hydration packs. <laughs> I love the disinterest in Dave here. <laughs> I just, next week when I'm doing the show by myself, you will know Ben Simmons is still on the bench. David did not make the comp- did not make the flight from Josh Chicago. Josh Ricardi. Josh Ricardi is going to be your co-host next week. Yeah, you're coming on next week. You know what, Joshua? Why you? Why are you coming on the show? Um, the uh, I you know what you know what next year when the NBA season starts we'll come in and we'll you can tell us it'll be like hard knocks for the NBA you can let us know how you're you know how the how the things go for the Heat all right um, hydration water packs at chasingmiracles.com you got to check these things out you put them in your water totally gives you minerals and all this different stuff it's very good for you uh, go talk to Tommy and Donna. Uh, give them a call. Go to ChasingMiracles.com. These hydration packs, you put them in water. After you're done with water, you can put them in your house plants, put them on your tomato plants. It's minerals and all kinds of healthy stuff. It's really cool stuff. There's a lot going on there. and uh, So check it out at ChasingMiracles.com. All right. Now, I've been watching um, uh, the, the new show just came on last night, Perry Mason. Have you watched any of that at all on Mm-mm. HBO? Mm-mm. I know you're caught up in your sports world. That's okay. I love this show. I think it's intense. It takes place in the 20s. It uh, has nothing to do with the TV show. And the acting is tremendous. The plot lines are really cool. Um, I love the way they smoke and drink. and It's, it's just a great, uh, it's a great show. That's on, so I'm totally hooked on that. Of course, my in my Yellowstone genre here at Shea, um, 1923, Harrison Ford, and um, what the hell's the other lady's that's name? The pre- that's the prequel, right? To well, it's no. the, it's a there's 18 
1888. Oh, losing track of dates. Yeah. Never 1888, mind. <laughs> then 1923, then there's the regular Yellowstone. I wonder if they're going to do, sh- they can't do a show like 1971. <laughs> no. That's not going to work. It's got to be where people don't know what the hell went on. The acting is tremendous. I love it. It ended, their season finale ended on a crazy thing. And the blonde girl is just getting involved. <laughs> these women on these TV shows, everyone wants to know. Again, this is going to be sexist. Everybody's like, oh, I can't figure out why that show. I know why this show is good because every guy's like, hey, who's that girl? It's just watching the chick. I mean, she's hot as hell. She's a good actress too, of course, but she's she's smoking hot. And she's probably from Australia. She's got a crazy accent. I won't even recognize her. She probably shaves her head. I'll see her on a Tonight Show. I'm like, who the hell is that? And, uh, but she's great on the show. I'm also watching Your Honor. And um, that's another show that I am totally, totally digging. Uh, again, the acting is great. It's intense. It's really intense. You, you can't sleep after the show, and I love that. Um, of course, there's a, the show that I'm butchering the title, What's Left of Us? Who's Left Now? I don't know what time it is <laughs> on Sunday nights. On... <laughs> I have not that watched show, that yet. Yeah, the show's great. Uh, uh, the Last of Us, it, by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm like, not butchering the name. It's everywhere, anywhere. Once again, <laughs> nobody is left. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> I'm just going to continue on that theme. Uh, of course, Robin chimes in The Last of Us. I knew that. I'm just having fun with the, me these everywhere, once and again, once in a while. Uh, I think the, the word once can't be in a movie title anymore. I'm tired of it. Um, I'm loving that show. Uh, and, you know, uh, of course, I watch it at like 12 o'clock at night uh, where I'm totally, you know, enamored in my... Uh, well, I got to tell you something, Dave. Mm. So, a friend of mine gives me a gift, okay, from Costco. <laughs> It looks like a suitcase, but inside are 24 cans of beer from Germany. Nice. Only only one a piece. Now we're all caught up in this IPA world and all these craft beers. Okay, these are the beers like that were that were first made in 1207. You know those kind of beers. Okay. What's the what's and, the percentages on these things? Not that high. They're all between like 4.8 and maybe maybe 5.8, 6.0. That's oh, so it. So a light beer. They're not, yeah, they're not the IPAs where, you know, two is fine, three in bed by nine. These are regular German beers. Let me tell you something. I don't think I'll have another IPA again. I'm convinced now, just like uh, uh, um, almond milk, that IPAs taste like shit. These beers are the most delicious. The problem is I, I'm sucking them down at a high rate. I'm like, this, is, this will go great with popcorn. This will go great with my frozen chicken that I'm heating up in the microwave. Uh, you got to get these beers. I've seen them in Costco. They're awesome. I think it's like $60 for 24 beers, so the price ain't bad. And they're like nice 16-ounce cans. It's totally, you know, it's totally, uh, you know, listen, it's like being at the Omni in Atlanta. I haven't said the Omni in a while. Uh, that being said, I've been doing stand-up in the city. Uh, you know, listen, the pandemic is over, people. Uh, listen, it's over. When you go to the city, I was down in the village at a place called the Comedy Shop. Uh, my boy Pete did a nice job putting me up there. And uh, <clears throat> But right around the corner is the cellar. Then there's a place called the, something, the Grizzly Pear, something like that. Then there's the Greenwich Village Comedy Club. And the, the cellar has like three rooms. I actually went around having a couple beers, walking around, wanting to see what these rooms are like. Dude, it was a Wednesday night. My show had around 40 people in the audience. The cellar completely sold out. Three shows in a row, and I went to like the 11 o'clock thing. And uh, the, 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 the Grizzly Pair, they had like 30 people watching. The Greenwich Village Comedy Club, which is probably the lower one of the three, they had 20 people in there. I mean, all on a Wednesday night, comedy, stand-up comedy in New York is hot. 
Uh, sadly, I don't. They don't pay the comedians that much. They're all looking for stardom. But man, the pandemic is over and comedy is uh, back in New York City. It's and there's some funny ass unknown comedians. I went up there. I looked like Charles Durning, uh, you know, uh, just a, a wily old veteran. And um, you know, so that was it. So New York, that was a fun thing I did there. Now getting to pickleball. Is that anywhere near the stand by any chance? Have you been to the stand? Yeah, been, I've been to the stand. No, stand is not. Uh, I think stand's in Midtown, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I've Brett, never been Brett, there. Actually, never been Brett there. actually just recorded his next special um, yeah, the other day. You know, so that's the, pretty cool. They, these are these smaller rooms, but they still hold, you know, a uh, mm-hmm. decent amount. Um, but I've been playing pickleball, and I realized that I'm fat now, I'm old, and I stink. After being totally like cornhole dominating, I realized that everyone in the world is getting better at pickleball and I am regressing and I actually got my ass kicked against some old lady who was like 65 was drilling me and dinking and abusing me. So I have to launch my comeback. That's embarrassing to get my ass kicked. I know you panicked when I said dinking and dunking there, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> listen, you know, that's the way it works. Um, it you was just brutal. On, you getting back on the, uh, the old. You know, Went to the cages. That's another big news. Went to the cages the other day. Uh, and I decided to start off no softball, go right in the 70 mile an hour uh, batting cage, which no way did way, you make contact at all. I, you know what? I missed the first three and then I laced one back through the hole. I did it good, but I was, then I got hit like near the hands and my, my, my hands are still, I still can't like grip anything. I was like, this is the worst. Then I went into the softball and I was, uh, just getting my, my swing is <laughs> all you hear is like the gate, you know, <laughs> and afterwards, I had to take two Advil. That's just from getting in the cages. But this year, I vowed to play better softball. Why? Why am I playing better softball? Because Beer League 2, the webisodes, are definitely coming out. We ran into a little legal snafu. And some friends of the friends of the family, friends of me, friends of Pickleball, I won't give his name out. He's helped me out to guide us through. We finally figured out who we need to contact and who we need to make stuff happen. And uh, we're doing that, but, you know, legal letters going back and forth. We're hoping that everything will go our way. We're still hoping for March 30th, opening day. But if it's got to be pushed back to, you know, April 15th, that's what we'll have to do. Um, and uh, we're real excited about this. I can't wait. Uh, as soon as it's done, I'm going to send you and Chris a link to watch. Check it can't out. Wait. Um, and uh, hopefully they'll be funny. I don't know. That's the one thing. You just you just don't know. I don't know if the, you know. <laughs> I wrote it and I shot it, but I'm like, is this – is it going to be funny to only like people like you who are fans of the movie, or is it going to be like if some if some guy who's like, "What's well, beer league?" Is he going to laugh at this? I I don't think it's so. Just, you know what the funniest part is? Like in recent times, I I still every day in the morning, almost like reading the paper. I'm reading my Facebook on this day all the time. I, I just kind of I like to reminisce of what I used to do, how I used to talk. Which, by the way, my God, it's like horrific how I usually uh, used to talk. But there's every so often, I'm just like. There's a status from like Dave Sturchill from like 2010 saying like watching beer league again for the 94th time. Jim, Johnny Trino is my hero. Shit like that. And I'm just like, I look back now and I'm like, fuck, I met this jerk off and he is not everything. It cracked out to be. I tell you never right meet now. your heroes. Never I was just, hero. Hey, listen, I was just getting ready for my show. Uh, in Avenel, and I was listening to you give me the introduction last year, and it was a it was a, a wonderful. I had, I had that capacity crowd on their feet. <laughs> on their Jimmy feet here at Jay, and also hear you laughing on the camera on the side. So there was a day when oh, you shit. laughed at my. 
<laughs> I tell I tell Chris that all the time. I say, look, you, you do a show. The dynamic between you two are complete opposites because oh, totally you're funny. Different. And he doesn't Listen, laugh at shit. But when no, I come on, I'm laughing at everything. It's no, just well, like a totally different dynamic. <laughs> well, I, I get, believe me, after you do a show, I get texts. And they're like, so they're like, oh, you and Dave really get along. I'm like, yeah, because we're laughing about how ridiculous any <laughs> podcast can be. We're just talking about, first of all, we're talking about the Knicks. We're talking about, uh, once again, around the world in 80 days, everything and everywhere. <laughs> so like, Under the sun. But yep. Chris, Chris is like, listen, what I... Next week when I'm doing this podcast alone, I'm gonna do it facing. <laughs> I'm gonna do it facing a sheetrock wall that's not painted, and it's gonna. I'll get the same reaction as Chris gives me. But Chris also sometimes gives me keeps me in line. It gives me scathing reviews when I'm screwing up. Uh, but uh, I can't believe no mention about the hat. I haven't worn this hat in a while. Uh, 18, uh, 18 to one. Eighteen to one. Mm. Every that this is that's for every time. So actually, fan out there. I worked for the Giants that year, so it was like horrific being a I Cowboys know. fan working for the Giants. Seeing, I, I got to meet. I was like inches away from Tom Brady, which is pretty dope. But like other than that, like that season to me was just brutal, <laughs> brutal. Yeah, another another nine and seven team, and here we are, Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> right, <laughs> one exactly. Of the, one of the worst teams to make Super Bowl, but I, that's why I still laugh. Like if I was Eli Manning, and they they must have fun. Like if Eli Manning sees Tom Brady at an event, <laughs> especially when they get older, like think about the ball breaking. If you're like. Like I'm trying, like if you're if you're like Troy Aikman and you're at an event with Eli Manning and and uh, and Tom Brady, you know someone's gonna go like, hey, uh, you know, hey Tom, uh, you're like and, and someone's gotta bust his balls because he won he won 45 Super Bowls, lost <laughs> two to Eli Manning. <laughs> That's like it's like he's he at he's write. at the par- he's at these parties and he's like introducing other people who might not know who they are. Like, oh, this is my friend Peyton Manning and this is my father Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly right. It's like, oh my god! It's like, I, I, if I was Eli, I would text him like every three weeks, going, "Hey, Tom, what's up, it's Eli?" Just remember that time. Yeah, remember that time when I threw a ball off the guy's face. His yeah, head and, remember oh Plaxico? God, so, yeah, he caught yeah, a nice Plaxico, ball. Too. He caught it, and he shot himself in the. Oh, <laughs> like, god, oh my god! Anyway, um, don't forget Pine Tar Bar and Grill. Down at PineTarBarGrill.com. Dave, you got to, honest to God, you got to check this place out. If you ever I'm, I'm all for a new out. bar, man. You know me. No, it's a, it's far, but it's got to be something when you're on your way, like uh, coming back from Vegas. or I'm Vegas. Atlantic City. Um, you duck into this place, you're going to be like, I want to open a chop sports restaurant in Woodbridge. That's just like this. TV's <laughs> all over the place. Food, that's awesome. It's like, it's everything Riffy's was not. <laughs> it's like clean, neat, and good food. Um, go check it out. 121 South Main Street. Uh, my buddy Tommy owns it. Give him a call. Also, my friend Lisa Ruane, therapist. If you're in a jam, you're struggling with stuff, and maybe even you have some shitty thoughts, call her up at 201-725-1251. She's a certified uh, therapist, and she does hypnotherapy and a bunch of other things. Anybody struggling out there, mental health is a is a real thing. I deal with it um, in, in my world, and... Uh, you know, uh, all that different stuff. Also, I want to give a shout out, shout out, shout out. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Arthur Lang, Artie Lang. If he's, he, I think he listens to my show, uh, you know, but he doesn't tell me he does, of course, but I think he does. See, that's Artie's, another one though. He's a, he's a hero of mine. So like, I don't know if I should meet him ever. You know what I mean? I'm uh, worried about it. Well, Artie's, well, Artie's the funniest guy. Uh, I, I tell it all the time when everybody asks me, Artie might, anybody who thinks he was funny on Stern and Mad TV, if he was sitting next to you at a bar, especially during like a shitty MMA championship fight that he hated, <laughs> you would say, I, I, I missed the fight. I was listening to an article all the time. He is the funniest guy 
just talking with him, sitting next to him. Way funnier than the shtick he did at Stern. And this guy, he will light you up with. He's just a funny guy. I read his book. With- I read his book, Too Fat to Fish, and I was like, dude, what a what a hero! <laughs> what a yeah, hero! He, uh, he's <laughs> great. Him. He's just great, and I wish him well. He, uh, you know, he's he's uh, he's trying to get himself together. He's sober for three years now. He's just trying to put it all together. And, Let's uh, do it, Artie. Hoping, Let's do it, man. We're hoping that he uh, makes a big comeback of his own. And uh, because we uh, had some technical difficulties that were not my fault. Uh, now, I uh, if anybody tells me I look blurry, I, I, then I'm going to be blurry. You know what? I'm going to call this like the the, 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 the underwater show here at Shea. Because, <laughs> um, Dave, you look clear. I look clear. I, no one typed in. You look like shit. Um that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to tell people I look like shit. I'm not blurry. I just look like shit. Is that is that a dig at me? Because I keep texting you every week, like bro. No, no, you're like you're like the fourth text. Like, oh, dude, right. why you no? Believe me. But I get it from you. Then I the other people I don't believe. I'm like no my soul. Sisters. By the way, no soul. You don't even respond. You're like fuck this guy. I'm not. I know. No, I see it, but you know what? I I can't respond. I don't know what to do. So I got the people from Restream, and I pay them fifty dollars a month. My new. I told you guys my showbiz strategy. I I totally readjust myself what i decided to do is rather than earn money in showbiz because that's what everybody else is doing mm-hmm. i decided that i'm gonna go the other route i'm just gonna pay out so i'm what happens <laughs> i pay out right and then have no money coming in so i save on taxes mm-hmm. right and then so i'm going the no income route of showbiz because i don't think I, I listen dave i I think that's cutting edge stuff i'm not it sure is. it is i it's know some actors have done that you know but i'm talking about pot everything you're just looking to is, give back jimmy that's what it yeah, is i'm just I, i'm I, i'm do, i do this for the kids you know what i mean <laughs> i should be i should be a matter of fact i watched one of those saint jude hospital things and they for some reason they just cut to my podcast for a second <laughs> <laughs> And then I, I they were all like the $3 same. a month. You yeah, too can help a month. Jimmy Plummer. You can be Jimmy Plummer. Then they cut one of those things, the dogs in the cages. Please oh, my help. God. The, and it was a the, picture music, of me. With the music yeah, in the was, background? Yeah. And it was Sarah a picture McLaughlin? of me holding my dog. And I'm like, what is what is going on <laughs> Getting involved. $1 a day will feed both Jimmy and yes. this dog. <laughs> I have, uh, people have started GoFundMe pages in, in my name. I'm like, oh, who is this guy? Anyway, uh, so that's what's going on. I'm going to cut the show short in 52 minutes. Uh, Dave, thanks for um, killing an hour with me. Yeah, of course, man, always. <laughs> Dave comes in, hits a three-pointer, goes to the end of the bench, takes the jersey off, fans are throwing beer on him. He's running out of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it here. Uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I yeah, hope man. Chris is okay uh, with his teeth. Um, it's always I, something. I look for, it's always, it's always an hour before the show starts. Now, he so he didn't know you know, he texted me. He said he had an appointment later on tonight. And he said to me right before, because I usually like right after Mojo, I'll go to the gym. And like he texted me, he said, look, man, they're they're willing to bump me up. I got to take this. And I'm like, yo, go do your thing, bro. I'll, I'll take care of Jimmy. <laughs> but he's like, it's only Jimmy. And I was like, ah. <laughs> All right. Who's the, guest? Who's the guest? Is it Ralph Macchio again or not? Like, <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, it's Pat, actually Pat Volcomer with Pat no Volcomer. internet. Listen, go to Chop Sports Facebook page and look at some of Pat Volcomer's posts. There's they're crazy. They, um, Keith Ernst. The, Keith Ernst talks to this guy all the time, apparently, and he calls right. him either the freak or the machine or one of those two. Because <laughs> it's always four thirty in the morning when he posts, and it's right. And I'm trying to think in my head. I'm like, well, you know, if he's out in L.A., like it makes sense. But like here, 
he's posting at like five in the morning. So that means it's two in the morning out there. So you're even more of a psychopath. Like that. He's, he's crazy with his picks. I'm sure he's harmless, his, uh, but he's uh, no, he's a great guy. He's can, a I love him. Funny, death. funny character. But he, uh, he's definitely a character for sure. And uh, I love it because he posts wacky stuff about the Cowboys. And his doctor, he was ordered by a doctor. His doctor said you can't watch I Cowboy thought, games. I thought I That's was heading crazy. down that. I thought I was heading down that road at some point in my life. But then I grew up and I realized like. But, it, it's it, just I, a I'm, game. Not, I'm, I'm not going to say it's just a game, but I will say there's larger things in life. Right. <laughs> That's all well, I'll say. well, listen, uh, bottom line, but you know, they think about it. Can you imagine if you imagine if your wife took you to the doctor and she was sitting in the room with you with some ailment, and the doctor said, "Hey, Dave, you're stressing out. Your blood pressure's high. You can't watch the Cowboys. Tape the game. Find out if they won or lost, and then watch it." <laughs> Oh, like, there's no way. Is, there's no way I can do it like that. There's, there's no, no way. way. So I, already, I finally just cut the cord of cable, so now I know I'm going to be like two seconds behind as opposed to some people like right, Pat who right, can't right. watch it for four hours. Wow, you cut the cable. I, was I did. I did. I did. I had it. I mean, they're, they're, they are raping you. I know, like, I'm they're good. just arm and a leg, man. It's horrible. I'm, I'm 250 a month, losing my mind. Oh, get the and hell out of here, man. I got to figure it out. But the only thing is, you got then you have eight remotes. You got to log in over here. Then you got this over here. I want the old day with the wired remote cable vision with the buttons. You go up and down right there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we thought ESPN was Espen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and that's what I want. 15 ESPNs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dave, you don't have HBO 5? No. What is this? Damn it, I'm missing out. Oh, the Rutgers game is on ESPN 6. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Dave, thanks for doing the show. Yes, sir. I hope I'm not blurry. I'll find out on Facebook later. Nah, you're good blurry. to go. Avenel, please come to the Avenel show. Say hello. I forgot all about bills. that, so I'm going to definitely try to make it out there. for. Which show do you want me to go to? Which one are you choosing, Friday or Saturday? Go, go Friday night. Well, go if you and Chris can go, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, I'll ask Chris to see what's going on. All right. I'll talk to you later on, bro. Thank yes, you. sir. <laughs>